welcome to Discover Energy Work. We're back again. Um, it's it's so lovely to have the opportunity to, you know, come into your ear holes um, through some magic of you know the internet and so on. Today I have Katie Farrell, and um, you know I, I put out the message. You know, has anybody experienced a spontaneous healing? And uh, Katie sort of wrote to me, and actually I've I've now spoken to her for about like a minute. So uh, I don't know the whole story, but I know that she's somebody that was really suffering quite a lot from a, from a debilitating, like a completely debilitating uh, sickness, who's come back uh, to, to, to health. Um, and I think, you know, my, my idea of sharing the story is, is so that you hear it and you go, if you're suffering, um, that there are other ways back to health, especially when sometimes and throughout through no fault of their own you know say a western medicine has a has a, a world view which doesn't include some things which can be incredibly powerful healing so katie thank you for joining us on discover energy work um, oh, how, do you, you. how do you introduce yourself like uh, yeah so uh, well so katie farrell and i'm my business is the catalyst for life which in itself is a name that i received a number of years ago and since um these events in the last couple of years have happened it's resonated even more i realize even more why that name is so important um mm. because i do feel like i've got my my life back um mm. and you know i've been a transformation coach for a number of years and a hypnotherapist but now i include in that that i'm a fifth dimension earth certified healer fifth dimension earth. I'm not even going to go there. So, I mean, I, sometimes I sometimes the, the the terminology gives me the gives me the heebie-jeebies, but but it doesn't matter. Yeah, because it, it really it doesn't matter. Um, you know, we, we we're branding these things and so on. It doesn't matter. What what for me matters really is uh, to give people hope through your story. And and I'm I'm really I'm not making fun of anybody, but I'm just saying sometimes you know I just go this has been around for tens of thousands of years now we're calling it this and this and I was like okay okay but the the story and this is and I actually do take you seriously very seriously yeah um the story is essentially you'd started you were you were in the corporate world and yes. uh and then what did you become sick from from that or were you always sick yeah no I it's it's funny because um I remember it hitting me um, a number of years ago when I just went for, um, I think that was a, a Reiki treatment actually, and um, and filling in, you know, a sort of medical questionnaire. And I've been so used to saying, no, I'm absolutely fine. And then because I'd always been so well and healthy, I was very sporty mm. as a child. And, um, and it hit me just how many conditions I was ticking on this list of illnesses and health concerns. Mm. Um, and so I really say that since I had glandular fever at age 19, um, that I've mm. never really felt the same since. Mm. But, you know, I've always been the, the high achiever, the, the people pleaser, the perfectionist, mm. always, you know, striving to do my best at everything and mm. to help everybody else to do the same, you know, as far mm. as possible. And so, yeah, I had a 20 year career in corporate, mainly in change management consultancy hr and mm -hmm. training and 
and as is you know the life of a consultant I loved it you know traveling around the country mainly but also mm. which is the UK um but also across Europe um occasionally and you know there were long hours but I I thrived in the lifestyle as I thought right. um but actually I was when I look back and even at the time I knew that things were getting worse I was finding it more of a struggle um and you know, I, I had periods of sick. I remember being signed off with post-viral fatigue, for instance. Mm. Um, but really things came to a head when um, about five years ago. So I'd been running my business. Oh, I've, I've been self-employed now for about 11 years. And, mm. and I was struggling a lot. I was a single parent. I was running three separate businesses. And... And it was just really tough, you know, days where you just didn't want to get out of bed, didn't feel like you, you could. Um, right. And, and I was diagnosed with, as far as they can diagnose these sort of conditions, um, like syndromes basically, aren't they, of chronic fatigue, ME and fibromyalgia. And now tell me what that means. Cause I, I okay. Yeah. So I've got a medical background, but I think most people that are listening, they're going to go, Oh, she just said like three, three words that mean absolutely nothing to me. Yeah. And the thing is, you know, I did so much research of my own because those well, two of those in particular, the chronic fatigue um, and, and ME, they sort of fall under the same bracket, but they can be a number of symptoms. And it's extreme exhaustion, real fatigue that to me, I would describe it as some I feel like somebody had pulled my plug out. You know, mm. you just everything just feels drained you have yeah. or I had brain fog that's a common one where you just can't think it's it's literally like you have a a mist in your head where somebody might ask you something and you know you know the answer but can you find the words can you think mm. absolutely not um the fibromyalgia really kind of appears more as a um a deep ache to a pain in the joints and the muscles mm. in a way that really you, you know there's, there's no other explanation you know I've always been sporty and active and I was still would go to the gym or classes but nowhere near as much and sometimes I could feel like doing it and think oh great I must be over it now and then one to three days later would crash and right. everything hurt um, and it's a syndrome so syndromes just for you know Syndromes is, is sort of a medical word for we don't know what it is, but we've got a lot of symptoms which seem to go together. We don't know why they really happen. Um, and, and please, you know, write into me if I'm completely wrong, but generally syndrome, syndrome is um, we're going to call this a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we don't really know enough is. about it. Yeah. Right. And, so and you had three syndromes. Hard. You had three yes. syndromes. And I, I don't think, I, I think like, um, uh, people can't really imagine what it's like to have ME apart from like you, you literally can't get up no like it's physically it, like you feel like you can't get yeah, up you, you literally feel like you're wearing a weighted jacket yeah like a full length mm. weighted jacket that's probably the best way I can describe it and right you can't think you can't you just you feel like everything has been shut down or or the, the volume if you like has been turned down on everything so everything that you're used to just doesn't function in the same way and it's 
it's like walking through treacle just to get through through the day and right. I think because of being the kind of personality that I am but also yeah. um I trained and qualified as a hypnotherapist um that was following um a birthing ex or labor experience with my son and I sort of but, naturally but, have yeah wait a minute I've lost I'm lost you're 11 years self-employed but you've got their me I mean how does that even work oh, to, to be honest I don't know but but it is the some of the tools that I had to be able to manage my symptoms day to day which so the hypnotherapy a, being able to um use mind over matter to be able to generate some kind of well, I can't even say well, it must have been energy to a degree because I was able to move and do some of the things that I had to do, mm. get my son to school. Um, but then I'd have to manage my diary and give myself time to then go back to bed or have a day where I did a half a day work and the next day I didn't do anything. So for, for a while, right. I was literally working one to two days a week yeah, and not the rest. <laughs> It's like, you know, just, it, it's, it's, that's, I can imagine that I can, so people can, cause they think, well, it's, you know, if you've done these things, you can do everything else. But if you're saying like, okay, take the kids to school, now I need three hours rest because I've done that, or I've done half a day work. I need to take the, the rest of the day and the next day off to do absolutely yeah. nothing. Um, yeah. Then, then that starts to, it, it start it's more, you know, tangible. Hmm. Yeah. And, and I think um, it's, it's one of those, illnesses as well one of those conditions where as you were alluding to there people don't necessarily know you've got it you know I was I was really great at covering it up <laughs> oh yeah you'd hide it yeah like a depression yeah. you just sort of yeah I'm fine everything's great yeah you know yeah greatest life ever convince yourself as well as you know the other people that were asking and just thinking if I can just get through this day I'll be fine and if I can just get through the next day um and so and that in itself as you know I mentioned the hypnotherapy being able to have certain tools I was using Reiki on myself so I had tools to kind of manage it and probably help me to a degree to you know I never got to the point where I was literally bedridden for weeks or months as I hear you know happens to some people so thankfully I was able to function to a degree um but um but it, it was painful it was challenging you know everything suffered you know my work me um ju just life in general yeah and, and also um, like as far as i i mean and again this might be me um confusing two things but it's isn't it very painful to be touched with fibromyalgia um I, I never found it painful for anyone to just touch me in a normal way okay. and and i love massage but what i noticed was um i i never got the relief from a massage I was in pain afterwards so right. I found after a massage I felt like I'd been in a boxing ring and I knew that wasn't right um so it was actually yeah, no. hurting me more yeah um so I would have um more like sort of energy treatments rather than a full hands-on massage right. in the end right or, or reflexology because I could sort of manage it on my feet but not on the the body right so you've got in like in effectively like syndromes we don't know how to cure we don't know what to do with you like mm -hmm. if, if I'm your doctor I'm gonna go well you know I can give you something so you don't become too depressed um you know there's what it's yeah. more of a psychiatric 
you know treatment that you're going to get I, is that the case or well I don't think I was um taking down that route so much it was more um pain relief so take ibuprofen when the pain's really bad Ooh. and <laughs> yeah yeah that, I mean and that screws up your joints doesn't it it does the, and your stomach uh, yeah and <laughs> you know, your ears not... and yeah oh really yeah I've not heard about the ears yeah, it's these uh, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory like aspirin and that's the yeah. family. Um, yeah. they, they damage the ears, the cartilage and so on. So you, you, you and they're terrible for the stomach. And, and yeah. of course, they can be lifesavers. You know, I'm not I'm not uh, speaking against them, but there are certain side effects. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. So and, and oh, IBS was another side effect <laughs> that I had, which uh, you know, is another common one. Um, irritable bowel syndrome yeah. so so yeah so you basically you you've swapped one symptom and it's become another as it were yeah that's it and another thing they said was you know try to rest <laughs> which is great but you know if they can prescribe you rest and the, for somebody mm -hmm. else to look after your child and you know run your business yeah. for you then then great but and know, how did this work in 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 the relationship i mean did did, did that just like no, I, I, yeah so I've been a single parent for a while so I was already single um but obviously then it makes dating <laughs> and you know getting yeah. new relationships difficult yeah. <laughs> sometimes you just don't have the energy to drag yourself out well it's it's just um, allowing somebody in that much into to life to which which to you might feel like just the biggest failure and sham you know what I mean like hi I'm this you know I'm this person and then you know, when you, they're in there, you, you go, yeah, by the way, I'm not actually that person. I'm this person. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, you know, hello, I've been there. So, you know, I, I know I, I, I'm, I kind of like, I've always felt like, oh, just be, just be yourself. But sometimes there's times you go like, actually, can I be somebody else? Yeah. yeah and, um, and I must admit, you know, it was um, going out with friends or dating or, um, you know, and I have had, you know, some relationships, but, and they were in a way, probably a way of, not pretending that things weren't fine but it was that escape you know I've mm. always been a fun loving person I love going out I love meeting right. new people so there was the joy the natural joy in that it wasn't any pretense but then you knew that you couldn't sustain that you know you would go right. out one night but then you couldn't go out again for another week <laughs> right right so it was just having to manage everything mm. um you know mm. in a in a very challenging way um, yes totally yeah and don't get me wrong you know some of these things whether it's medical help or um complementary therapies I think all helped to a degree and um to manage the symptoms and enable me to continue but I think there was probably that underlying decline that they that was also being masked right and that's that's what we talk about my my teacher he was a Taoist master and he would talk about like sometimes healing can be very very harmful because if you're uh, draining the the groundwater that you need to do the deep healing, then when the deep healing, the time for the deep healing, you know, is ready to start, as it were, yeah. you've all the resources that you needed for that, you know, deep healing is just not there. So um, he would always, and, and Zadguru says, you know, similar similar things. You know, you have to be very careful of these people that want to heal you absolutely, uh, even if it kills you, as it were. <laughs> yeah. So. And I think it's it helps you to get through the day. And at the time, mm. that was what I needed. But actually, yes. it wasn't getting to the root cause. Right. 
and that's where you know um September of 2019 I started on this um well I was I felt the nudge as, as you do um I'd seen a, a, um, a live recording a couple of months before of these this, this couple that were mentors and mm. talking about um soul contracts um our purpose you know various things and and, and you didn't think they're, they're, they're balmy you didn't think these people are off their rockers no no not at all no oh, okay um because i've always been spiritually inclined let's say i think it okay. was probably conditioned out of me as a youngster as as often happens you know things that you see like ghosts or you know i had a visit from my granddad when i was eight um who'd oh. passed away the year before it was it an apparition it was um or do you just know I can't say that I saw him you know as as a person standing next to me but I just I knew it was him I felt his energy I've had yeah I've had I've I've had um I've had that and I totally know that I saw them but I didn't see them yes yeah it's very hard to explain to the people because that sounds just ridiculous but I can only say yes totally get you I saw it, but I didn't see it. I, and I saw it, um, my um, old ex-father-in-law. I mean, I <laughs> ex-father-in-law. Oh, I saw my ex-father-in-law and, um, yeah, um, somebody else. But that's another story. And it's not my story now. But I love it that yeah, I love yeah. it that you told that little bit of your story. Again, it brings another uh, dimension to the whole thing. And so you had these people that said, uh, soul contracts and blah, blah, blah. There's a whole thing that you might be missing. And you said... Yeah. I'm in. Is that is that yeah. as simple as that? It, it was pretty much because it just made so much sense. <laughs> you know, they they invited us, anyone that was interested, to kind of pop a question in, or um, and they gave us some feedback. And it well, just they were they online? Happened. Was it a town hall? Yeah. Or? So it was a it was a <laughs> it was a Facebook live that they were doing. Oh, okay. And um, and it just it just landed with me. It just felt completely right. It felt like wow. that missing part of the the puzzle. Um, and, and, and so basically I joined this community, Fifth Dimension Earth, as, as it is, and okay. went through a spiritual awakening. So a releasing process. So it's releasing basically all of the low negative vibration, not just the transitional vibration that we take on through the day. You know, if you've had a, I don't know, a bad phone call with somebody or something's gone wrong at work or had an argument um but also low uh, low vibration that gets stored in the body and and that can be well it sort of trauma based typically and i know the word trauma i think has a lot of meaning that comes with it and people think oh it's got to be something horrendous like abuse or a car accident Mm -hmm. or but actually Mm -hmm. trauma can be you know as simple as um being a child and, and overhearing a conversation between your parents and you think it's something about you and that you've done something wrong. So it's, but you don't necessarily have the, the tools or, you know, if you're very young, the, the ver- verbal skills, you might not even be able to talk to actually express your confusion or sadness or um, that you're upset in some way. And so that emotion can get trapped in the body. And then like law of attraction, like attracts like, you know, if you have other than experiences 
that are similar in terms of they cause a similar vibration in you, a similar emotion, mm. and they can get attracted to, to that and it grows and manifests in various ways. So this idea, this this idea that 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 happens, um, you, you definitely bought into that, and then you you started working on it, and, and, and is yeah, that what so, happened? Yeah, Did they so, give you an empowerment? Um, Are they like you know, put hands <laughs> on your head, and you know, no, or, or was it very much more pedestrian? Virtual, I mean, it sounds remote. wonderful. I, I mean, I really love it because it's like. You know, do we want to encourage people to go on Facebook Live and join in things? And and that's a good question. You know, um, and is there a danger in it? Yeah, and that's another good question. And then, is there a wonderful opportunity? In it? And that's another good question. Um, so, um, but it was all done online. All done online. They had done it already in person a, a couple of times. They'd run a couple of in-person courses, hmm. um, and I joined the. I think that, as it turned out, the second. Um, tranche of people that were doing it online mm. and um, and went through this awakening so everything now every experience in me has changed from fear labeled to love labeled and that point of awakening means that I can no longer I, I can experience fear you know <laughs> we're designed to it keeps us safe obviously yeah, yeah sure if a masked man jumps out of the, an alley at me I'm gonna be afraid yeah. fine, fine. <laughs> um I've since been on self-awareness and self-defense course, so I might, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, the, the, the it's, reaction is there, but you're more likely yeah. to say, okay, well, um, right, well I'm going to do something now rather than yeah. maybe going into um, freeze. Or, well, it's more that it doesn't then have a, a lasting impact on you. Fear in the moment, great, you, you deal with it and you move on. What's not going to happen to me now is that fear isn't going to take hold in my body and manifest into anything else. So, um, and then what happened was I went through a period of soul expansion and um, developing my own capabilities. Now, I've always been a healer. I've, I've kind of known that. And so tell me about that. Come on. I want to know why you've known that. I mean, I love it. <laughs> I believe it. I believe you. I, I'm, you're preaching to the choir. But why, why do you think you've known it? Has something happened maybe when you were younger? Yeah, well, I th um, I th it's probably more the response and feedback I get from other people. And it's almost like a natural healing ability. Mm. Um, and I've always been intuitive. I've always been very sensitive to people's emotions. Mm. Truth is very big for me. So I kind of have this... Um, ability to know when somebody's being truthful and not just in your you know classic they're telling a lie or, mm. or not but mm. if they're being authentic to themselves even right you know, okay I've yes. got that sort of, um that's very useful thing radar, to have, yeah. you think yeah yeah that's definitely <laughs> yeah, a good thing to have yeah yeah um but funny enough um it would also translate into just trying to think how to describe this um i couldn't hear people's thoughts like i wouldn't be if i was talking to you I wouldn't be hearing your your thoughts, but I would. Because I haven't got any. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so focused. I'm so in I'm just like. <laughs> but I would. It to me, it would get translated in a way that it was as if it was my emotion and my feelings. You'd felt. So actually, you felt it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I can totally relate to that. Yeah. Yeah, and I would think, oh, 
I don't know if I like this person. What, what's going on here? What's what am I getting? And so this <clears> helped <throat> me to really understand and kind of interpret what, what was going on. Right. Um, and I'd been drawn to Reiki. I was introduced to that in my early 20s. Okay. Absolutely loved it. And I knew that I was getting. I, that's probably when it really solidified for me that I was getting far more information and details about somebody than than the Reiki per se would. Um, right. right. And I tripped over. I physically tripped over what turned out to be a ley line. <laughs> um, oh, what happened there? Uh, so I was going in for my I think it was doing Reiki one. And we all met at um, the place that the lady was holding the course, who was my Reiki master. It was in a very old house in Eton in oh, yeah. Windsor. Yeah. So, you know, thousands of years of history. And, um, and it was one of those where you each brought a, a dish uh, for, for lunch to share. We were getting drinks um, in the kitchen. Then we walked through. So it's a very old house with a long stone corridor to the sort of living area where the course was being held. And so I was walking along talking to somebody holding my cup of coffee and I just tripped. And I remember the fear I felt because um, the Reiki master was coming towards me and I thought my black coffee, scalding hot, is gonna go all over her if, you know, he sort of goes into slow motion. Thankfully it didn't, I managed to hold on to it. And uh, they were checking if I was okay. I said, yeah, I just, I looked back absolutely nothing there and I just kind of made a joke out of it I said oh I obviously just tripped over my own feet but I knew I hadn't I knew I was just walking and tripped mm. and the lady just sort of smiled knowing at, knowingly at me and just said you'll find out soon what that was oh. and then it transpired that there's a ley line going straight through that property exactly where I tripped right so I'd felt, I'm getting goosebumps now as I'm saying that, I, I yeah. felt physically this ley line. Yeah, I mean, so, I, find it, I find it interesting, you know, a lot of people, they go, you know, I've discovered this new thing. And actually when you, you, you know, and I, I don't mean disparaging me at all, but, you know, if you, if you start asking questions, say, well, actually, you know, there was this and this and this. And there, there are certain things that happen during our lives or in childhood where we've gone, oh, that, that's, that's kind of confirmation. This is, this is almost like a remembering of something rather than something Absolutely. new yeah and that's so great that you've said that word because that's what I believe it is and that's what the process we've been through it's remembering who we are getting rid of all the things that society culture you know other belief systems um of, of people let's say that we've inherited that have kind of covered up who we really are underneath at, you know a soul level who we came here to be and that's that's my belief and understanding now and and so this sort of development of my healing capabilities um you know I've been so I don't, <laughs> it's funny because the more you talk the more you kind of open up more cans of worms you think sure, I know, we literally I know. could talk well, we, 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 well yeah we we could but we're probably <laughs> well, gonna have to like when to <laughs> put some worms back in the cans <laughs> So I developed, so just kind of answering your question about how the healing happened was through developing my own healing capabilities further, which is through my connection with my higher self and my non-physical team, my guides, was actually um, helping people understand the root cause of trauma. 
So I'm able to, so if I was working with you now, for instance, Richard, I would connect in with you and bring, if this was relevant for you, obviously, bring forward um, locked and hidden memories um, that have been locked away to keep us safe, really. You know, things that we found too traumatic at the time that had such an impact on us emotionally, energetically, yeah. Yeah. that they were locked away so we don't need to think about them anymore don't remember that it just causes you too much pain or grief or whatever it might be but actually they are still causing they still get re-triggered so they still are causing impacts negative impacts on us and that's what was happening to me um so memories that I wasn't even aware of they weren't even that traumatic you know when you look back and think about them now but at the time they were and one of them was an inherited experience energetically can do you want to talk about it or, or is it too i mean it might, it's probably going to be a bit freaky but then again the people listening to it you know maybe it's not freaky i, I don't know yeah. you see because because i say to people when i'm sometimes i'll pick up something i say oh well, this, this is something from a past life i said you don't have to believe in past lives it doesn't even matter if it's really true or not it matters that it's energetically changed that's all that matters and then you'll feel Absolutely. different yeah. um so uh, but so having said that, I mean, it, do, you, do you feel it's worth uh, sharing that, you know, yeah, what so, it was? Well, one of the um, triggering experiences that I had, um, well, there were two, um, and it's relevant in terms of why the chronic fatigue was still happening, and especially when I thought it was over. Um, mm. I had an experience when I was younger, early teen, where, um, you know, I was at a party and a lad that I, that I knew, you know, was quite, quite a good friend. But, you know, I'm sure, unfortunately, there are many um, incidents like this where, you know, I got locked, locked me in a room and tried to um, get, let's say, too romantic with me and I didn't want it. Now, yeah. I was able to get away. Yeah, it wasn't a very nice experience at the time and especially because I knew him and thought I could trust him. But that's all I thought it was. You know, I got back to my friends at the party, didn't really, told them briefly, but never really mentioned it again didn't think I needed to nothing really untoward had happened but then many years later and this is this was then at the peak of my chronic fatigue I'd been away on holiday with my um, my parents and my son we'd been to France mm. and um, my dad and I were swimming in the sea and just as we'd sort of parted started going um, in opposite directions I saw two lads two French lads talking to each other but I noticed they sort of nodded towards my dad and just something didn't feel right to me so I stopped swimming turned to look and I don't think they knew that I was with my dad and one of them went behind him and the other one and I say lads they're probably early 20s and, and my dad in his late 60s early 70s at the time and he just jumped on him and dunked him under now he was already in water up to his you know covering his shoulders and so they didn't know us you know it wasn't playful it felt wrong so I mm. shouted out to them knowing that it was going to take me a little while to swim back but thankfully me shouting at them was enough they suddenly looked frightened and sort of laughed and swam off a couple of days after that I had a major crash uh, phys you know physically the chronic mm. fatigue mm. would never have linked the two together at the time but it turns out that of um being 
seeing my dad go through a similar experience to what I'd gone through and that mm. had been tri- that triggered a you know a previous experience um is is what caused a re-triggering of all those symptoms again yeah so, yeah I mean I totally get and actually you know honestly what goes through my mind is that they could have murdered him yeah I mean they oh, could have drowned absolutely. him um, yeah, you know, I, I, t- I took it very, very seriously. That that is, yeah. and and it looked like oh, just somebody you know was out of their depth and and drowned. You know, um, and there's that you know, in many ways, you saved a couple of lives in there because they would have never, their lives would never have been the same if, if uh, something had happened there. But no. but also, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I understand what you're saying. It's like uh, being uh, being re-triggered. And so yeah. you, you had the crash, and then how did you know that it related back to that previous incident? So it was going through this, um, the healing capability that I have is being able to take people back. So I, I practiced it on myself first. So I did it a f- couple of times. And the first one led me through this sequence of events that were all linked. And so that feeling of being of um being squashed down of being held down um what it was doing was a number of things but and I suppose this is how I knew that I wasn't making this up (laughs) Mm. um is because it was my heart was being constricted just for not even a full second and um it wasn't able to produce q10 which is a coenzyme understand Mm -hmm. now at the time I just thought okay I don't know what q10 is I've heard of it in face creams (laughs) and that's about it Mm. um I also wasn't able to produce or um sorry absorb a vitamin b3 which is how the energy that we get from um our food Mm. and and so basically afterwards I googled what these were and q10 is produced in the mitochondria of uh, cells so it's mm. again, it's energy production. So the fact that mm. these were being halted, mm. um, or Q10, the B3, I wasn't so I'm having a good diet, but wasn't able to actually extract mm. the proper mm. nutrition from them to give me energy. Mm. Right. So um, and various other things. So what I'm able to do once I've helped somebody uncover these memories, these triggering events, and get the understanding from them that mm. they can, you know, understand why they were traumatic but mm. we don't need to have that locked away anymore and impacting us. I can then see in the body and receive information as to the impact it's had. So the, the Q10, the B3 and various other things that were happening in, in my body and then enact healing that heals all of that. And what's really mm. potent about this healing is that it continues to heal. So it's not like come to me for a session, we'll have an hour and come to be for another hour it's actually the healing continues my higher self enables you the client's higher self to harness that healing energy right and keep it going balls, as they say i mean it's just <laughs> great and so really in the space of two years you've gone from being a vegetable on the sofa to being a gardener <laughs> You I really say. don't have green fingers, but yeah. yeah. Oh, well, well, you know what I mean. It's like you're not a yeah, absolutely. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like you're able to cultivate. <laughs> no, things. absolutely. Yeah, and yeah. just feel like a completely different person, mm. and and you know, just knowing how 
bad you can feel. And actually, I think the scary thing is, is when it goes on for so long, that starts to become your norm. And you forget you know, just how but good. You know, the, the thing that gets, gets, uh, gets me, um, Katie, is I can imagine that you've, you've been hiding this so long and then you're coming out to your friends and saying, I need to let you know that I'm better. And they're going, yeah, no, I can't really believe. It's almost like you've been fake. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you have that? Yeah, I think I have to a degree, especially because we've been in lockdown this whole time. So it's not even as if we've been able to see each other that much and and, and do things anyway. So, yeah, I think there has, well, I know there has definitely been that. And it's really only my my parents and, you know, a close friend that lives locally that that knows just how bad I was, mm. you know. And, uh, you know, because unless somebody lives with you, they, they don't see those times and and you don't yeah, want I mean, to you know if you're feeling good and you go out with a friend the last thing you want to do is talk about how bad you were feeling yesterday you want yeah, to I enjoy mean, the moments while you've got the opportunity exactly <laughs> nobody wants to go out with misery guts yeah I mean misery guts you know and that's one of the problems with depression you when you have a depression um you know you meet up with your friends and they don't want to meet up with you anymore and so you're you know, sadly the depression gets compounded by that yeah um and, and so yeah. it, well it is interesting because like well number one we've got something which which probably and, and probably not incorrectly like um the these syndromes they probably have a massive uh, psychosomatic com- component but we don't know because we don't even know like what western medicine um i'd say lacks the terminology lacks the uh, the tools to to even work out what they are, and, and yeah. I don't mean that with any disrespect. No, um, no. But but it's um, it, it's almost like um, uh, um, a healing of the mind, a healing of, and and then the whole body's just 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 sort of followed suit. And have you have you been able to? Because I imagine this is you're saying a lot of this been happening since uh, COVID. So. Have you been able to connect with people and help them? Yeah, I have. So, um, so this, the healing for myself started a year ago. Um, and since then, I've been um, working with, well, probably for the last six months, um, to be fair, I've been working with people remotely. So, you know, thank God for technology in these times, especially. Um, right. And, you know, and I've been able to help. I've worked with quite a few people who have been suffering in similar ways, you know, similar syndromes chronic fatigue, ME, um, and and other conditions. And, you know, having amazing results. One lady um, that I just worked with last week had been having, I mean, she had various health conditions and disabilities, but actually the one thing that she mentioned was this deep anxiety that she couldn't even necessarily explain, you know, very easily. But she said after just that one session, she said, it's like that whole anxiety just left my body. Mm. You know, and she was just and and I was amazed with her because I'm constantly blown away by what this does. And and I just. Yeah, I I love it. And I just want to be able to help anybody that wants it. I'm I'm thrilled. (laughs) I mean, I I don't mean this in a patronising way at all, but, you know, I came first to this 30 years ago and. You know, when I hear 
you know, you've been doing it since 2019 and you're, and you're helping people and you're getting out there, then um, there's no, I've got to say, there isn't like, um, um, uh, like a, a ratings listing. Like you, it's really about the ability that you have and your ability to help people. I think that's, yeah. that's the thing. It doesn't matter how long you've been doing something. Um, so 2019 or even last week and you're helping people, um, um, we've, we've got um, an interesting lady um, I'm talking to and she, she literally sees the matrix of, she sees the matrix. She's like the mother in, um, or the, 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 not what she's not, I've forgotten what she's called, but you know, matrix, you've got that lady that, that they see who, yes, who yeah. sees everything, whatever she's called, the auger or whatever, anyway. And um, um, she sees the matrix and she says, oh yeah, this area in your life, this is what you need to work on. If I, if I bring my mind there, the whole matrix lights up and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa, that's cool. Okay, four years ago, four years ago. For me, that's nothing. And, that's, but, and it's, it's nothing and it's fantastic. Um, and, uh, and it's still developing, of course. So, but, yeah. but yours is different. Hers literally came like a shot out of the blue. And yours is, uh, to a certain extent, um, it sounds like, you know, serendipitous at the right time you met the right teacher and you found, yeah. Yeah, what, I think that is how it happens, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, you know, the, well, I mean, that's one of the, it's the fair ways to say it that happen. It's fair to say that um, I, I think there's a, there's a spectrum, isn't it? But, I mean, there's no... Um, what would you say in this process has been the thing that's been the most useful and most supportive to you? Wow. Um so much because it, it really has been <laughs> well it's been a lot and it's been, it's, for it's me been it's all journey. recent it's all really recent so um yeah well I think I, th I think it's it's like we were saying earlier about joining the dots up going backwards you can see those experiences in childhood you can see hmm. like meeting Barbara my Reiki master and you know and then going through um labor with my son and realizing I've always had this natural ability of mind over matter Mm. and that led me down the hypnotherapy route so it's mm. all it all ties in and I think this was just the the part at the end that brought it all together that took all of those disparate things that I was able to do or understood and that brought them together go oh, it all makes Casey, sense I'm, now. I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry but you might be just beginning I don't want to don't want to shock you <laughs> like you say at the end it's like ah, well, yeah, no absolutely you know. certainly not I mean, the end Believe me, like you know, it's it's a bit like the Matrix, and you know, I just see how deep the rabbit hole goes. It's yeah. there's there's a lot in energy work. There's a lot. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Um, well, I've, and, I've and, and 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 for me, I, I mean, my story. There's ups and downs, but um, and what was so? What was the thing that you'd like that you wish hadn't happened in this process or in this learning process? You, you kind of you'd like to say, well, if I could change something, I'd like to just could we have a bit less of that that people could take away? To be honest, I don't think there's anything that I would remove because everything good, bad and indifferent has had a reason, has had a purpose. You know, when you're going through something, you might think, God, I really wish I wasn't going through mm -hmm. this. And, and I must admit, going through that awakening process, getting rid of the baggage and understanding what's got you there isn't a pretty place. You know, people think of, the spiritual awakeners being all um oh, beautiful rays of light you know right. <laughs> peace and it's not it's you know right. what i'm saying to somebody it's 
snot and well, that, tissues and <laughs> yeah and that's that's maybe that that's a good takeaway is, is you say like you know it's not necessarily for the the idea that perhaps I had that it was you know just going to be you know light and angels and it's sometimes it's really not for the faint-hearted so so that that's a good thing to have yeah. and if you've got the support uh which you obviously did have from yeah. from that um uh, place. And, and also knowing and, that you mentioned the um remembering earlier understanding that I you know through working with my non-physical team I remembered I understood why I came here and I I kind of put my hand up and said I'm I'm willing to go there and go through the rubbish to get mm. to the point where I can really start to help others you know and help to raise the consciousness and and to heal people of what they've gone through and how it's affected them mentally spiritually mm. emotionally physically so um so I'm you know if anything I'm proud of being able to go through that and still being here to not only tell the tale but um and you know others have had much worse experiences I've I was like I had a, a nice childhood and um but yeah I think we go through things for a purpose and I've got that understanding of my journey now so that I can help others and be even more empathetic and compassionate about their journeys and and help them that's lovely so we can what we can certainly do is we can put a link in the show notes and people can connect with you I assume and and uh, yeah, book a session um yeah. and you probably even have like your connect 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 with you through Facebook yes, and so yeah. on and uh yeah I mean it's it's you know what I like about it I like that it's you know, you've said, I, well, I consciously want to develop this. And there's somebody that says, all right, let me let me see. Let's let's yeah. give it a whirl. Um, and uh, and that you've got a result. And and are you now doing this full time professionally? Yeah, so I am um, still doing coaching, but it's I do the healing completely separately or as part, you know, in a program with when. coaching because I actually support right. people to develop their own spirituality as well and their own abilities right. so right. it's really as I say it's pulled everything together and makes so much sense and, and I love right. that, helping people to right. not just heal but to to move forward as well in wherever they want to take it fantastic well look uh, I can only um you know wish you the best of luck and thank you so much for for sharing your story and I hope I wasn't too too uh, nosy um, oh not at all no. um I, <laughs> I, but I, you know, I I want I want people to just get a different view. You know, different views. It's not yeah. it's not necessarily about. I, I want you know um, your next door neighbours' uh, view as well. You know, if, if I want the not ordinary person's view, it doesn't have to be light came from he from heaven. Um, but yeah. I think those are also important stories. Yeah, um, absolutely. So very cool. Thank yeah, you so thank much. Thank you, Richard. It's been a pleasure to be here. Uh, thank you for having me.